Well, that's right. What up? This is Myron, and you are listening to the Rye Bread and Mustard, a Mariner's podcast, the alternative underground back alley, underbelly, secret society, speakeasy, dive bar style podcast of and about the Seattle Mariners that you're listening to on the Odyssey app or wherever else you're getting that hot podcast action from Spotify, Apple podcast. Ever heard of it? Well, if you go on Apple, make sure to... You know, rate and review us. And, you know, Hanno, we still like those five-tool baseball players, don't we? Yes, we do. We, we like them a lot, but we also like five-star reviews more than that. So don't be bashful. Uh, you know, just be generous. Give us that five-star review. We're pandering. We're live right here recording at Murphy's on 45th in Seattle. Uh, we got a special guest with us tonight. It's not the ninja, but the ninja is joining Hanno and myself. What's up, ninja? Yo, what up, guys? Yeah, there you go. You not pictured ninja. And the special guest we were talking about is the owner of this fine establishment, Shelly. How are you doing? Good. I'm. He's the ninja. I'm the ginger. Uh, the ninja and the ginger. <laughs> the ninja and the ginger. You guys could be a mixed, mixed tag like team with the, with the red hair. I, I love it. Yeah, Irish cousins. Easy, easy. Not too many details. Oh, oh yes. Okay. <laughs> Wait, your hair is, uh, I don't even know what color your hair is now. Grown. Nobody does. Nobody. Let's keep it that way. Okay. All right. Ninja doesn't like, he doesn't like the funny banter. He's here to work. He's no here to get in. No publicity from the ninja. Huh? No publicity. Yeah. No publicity for the ninja. He likes to get in, get his work in, get his work out, and get out of here. So, Shelly, tell us a little bit about Murphy's here, the, the backstory. Well, Murphy's Pub is the oldest Irish pub in Seattle. Um, we serve traditional Irish fare. Right now in the background, you might be able to hear a traditional Irish session going on. There it is. And it's the best. Come by and see us. Yeah. And, uh, you know, obviously the name Murphy and then Mariners uh, and in baseball, uh, there's... There, well, everybody knows Murphy's Law, but... If you're a rye bread and mustard listener, it's Tom Murphy's Law. Uh, any kind of connections to Tom Murphy ever? Oh, yes. I, as soon as the Mariner signed Tom Murphy, I was like, oh, I've got to figure out how to get him. So I've met him a couple times to give him some Murphy's t-shirts. And then we do, once a year, we do a, a golf tournament that's a fundraiser. And so I sent him a message and asked if he would donate something for the auction for that. And we got a Tom Murphy bat to auction off. Oh, damn. Uh, it, you know, other listeners uh, that have been following us know about our Tom Murphy bat that, uh, that we talk about. We don't have as cool of, cool as a story, but Ninja, why don't you tell her how you got your Tom Murphy bat? Well, we were down in spring training, and uh, we stayed till. After the game was over, let everyone clear out and uh, asked the <clears throat> dugout attendant if I could have the broken bat. And he was like, this bat's not broken. So, but it kind of like, was because he, he was having a bad week. Yeah. Tom Murphy left it behind for a reason. And our big goal this year is to get it signed. Not in such an awesome way like you got your sign, but 
we're, we're wondering if he's even going to notice. Like, maybe, like, where the fuck is this Batman? Because it doesn't look cheap. It's a it's a nice-looking bat. He, you know what I mean? So uh, tell us a little bit more about uh, what you guys do with the bat here and just some other cool connections with Tom. Okay, so once a year we have a golf tournament that benefits Salmon for Soldiers, and that's a group that uh, takes wounded veterans and um, people with PTSD on free salmon fishing trips. So we go golfing. This year it's on June 11th, and um, we go golfing, and then we come back to the pub here and have a live auction. And since we're Murphy's and it's Tom Murphy, I said, hey, can we auction off one of your bats? And and he donated that for us to help raise money for veterans. So how does your listeners get involved with getting um, signed up for the golf tournament? Just give us a call or stop on by the pub and we can get your team organized. Uh, a four-person team is $400. If you want to do a whole sponsorship, it's an extra 100 And all the profits and proceeds go right to Salmon for Soldiers. So how long have you been doing this? We started in 2015, I believe. And um, it, the people who work there are awesome. We've got a flag signed by the uh, veterans that went on the actual salmon boat that we took fishing. So it's been a great, great partnership between us and them. I love the name. Salmon Salmon for Soldiers. Absolutely. Um, So so you've been a lifelong Mariners fan. How How did this all start? Put, put everybody that listens to our podcast kind of hears our pain, knows our story, especially <laughs> Hannah's. But put, Shelly, put us, put, us, put us in your shoes. Uh, let us pull at your heartstrings or show us what pulls, uh, what has pulled at your heartstrings, I should say. Okay, so my love of baseball started when I was a kid. I grew up in an Irish Catholic family, and part of the rules were that you sat at the dinner table and you finished everything on your plate. You said prayers, finished everything on your plate. And when you were done, then you had to say, dad, may I please be excused? And then you were allowed to leave. Uh But growing up in San Diego, if the San Diego Padres were on TV, we got to eat in the living room (laughs) and it was so naughty and so fun. And just, that was my love of baseball. And this was in the eighties, right? (laughs) Well, I was born in 1969. It was so 70s. Oh, it was. Tom Kennedy and Steve Garvey and Dave Winfield. Those were all the people I got to watch. Absolutely. (laughs) All Yeah, and then you moved here. (laughs) Yes, in 93. Oh, so you went from good team to good team. (laughs) Yes, was before 95. Um, We went to a few games at the Kingdom when we got here, and our oldest daughter absolutely loved Jay Buhner, and we fell in love with the Mariners. Wow, and and you you also mentioned before when we were here eating the delicious food. The wings here are nuts, and, I, and I'm a wing kind of snob. Uh, the, the Thai chili ones especially, amazing. Uh, but you were telling us your daughter uh, was a ball girl. Yeah, our oldest daughter, um, when she was in high school, she played softball, and the Mariners reached out to all the local high schools and asked if, if the coaches could send somebody to come out and sort of interview and audition to be a ball girl and she got a job and it was just a joy to watch her love the game as much as we do i would pretty much quit any job i have to be a ball girl on the mariners right now still i don't think they'd have me but i i'd be what about you hannah would you just get rid of that career outside of this podcast for that oh yeah it's one of the best seats in my house it is that's close to uh mine and the ninja seats he's 
He's looking at me like, why'd you give that? Why'd you give that information out? No, I saw the other guy that was working down there on the field last last year, and anything's possible, Myron. <laughs> they let that guy on the field. It is. It's, it's t- nowadays, you know, a ball guy can be a ball girl. Everything, every, everything, everything goes. Th- th- all oh, your man. dreams can come true. Yes. So yes. I'm I'm gonna still uh, hold on there. Get ready to play hardball in the kingdom. Take me to the ball game. I want to see the ants. The Mariners are playing hardball. Did it again and again and again. Did it again. Princess Tours, the vacation company, brings you the best show in baseball when the San Diego Chicken plays hardball with the Seattle Mariners and the Baltimore Orioles tonight in the kingdom. What do you guys do for Mariners games? You guys uh, do Mariners stuff? Well, one thing I wanted to say was we sponsor an Irish Little League team that's oh. in the north of Ireland. and um, That is cool. So that's kind of fun. And then be, if you're from the north end and you're on the way to a Mariner game, you can stop in here easy. Get We have brunch on the weekends. You can come in before a game, go on down, watch the Mariners beat the Astros, and then on your way back, come on up for another shot, and it's awesome. And you know what? It's perfectly kind of out of the way and not too far at the same time. Like, you could come here, watch the first couple of innings, close the tab, hop in the Uber, get out of the game a little bit early, be right back up here. I, I like it. No, you know? it's, it's really nice. It's If you're headed uh, out of Safeco or down into Safeco from the north end, it's right in between I-5 and uh, 99. So it's a, it's a, it's just like you hop off the freeway to get gas. Hop off the freeway, come in here to Murphy's, have a nice drink, have some food. I also noticed it's pet friendly, and I really like that. So I, it's Bark at the Park every night here. Oh, yes, it is Bark at the Park. Yep. We only we, The only rules we have about dogs is they can't put their paws on the tables. They can't lick plates, but otherwise they're allowed to be here. See, my girlfriend's dog would be perfect. She's got she's got a six six month old bulldog. Shout out to Makita. How you doing there, Mac? Uh, but she's a big listener. She likes the show. Perfect. Uh, but yeah. she's a bulldog. I don't think she'll be getting up and and doing anything. We're kid friendly and dog friendly. So when the kids make a mess, the dogs can clean it up. Perfect. And this place has been here since you were telling me since 1981. Yes, Murphy's opened in 1981. Um, so we're the oldest bar in Irish bar in Seattle that's still operating. There's one bar that opened a couple years after us that's down at Pike Place Market. You might know the name of it. You might not. Um, Finn McCool's? No, not Finn. No. No, not Go Finn again. McCool's. Uh, it's Kells. 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 Kells is the one they opened in 1983, so we beat him by a couple of years. Um, and it's just, it's so what, just Seattle just wasn't fucking with Irish bars. Or what was this <laughs> yeah, most deal? I don't know what I don't know because if you go to Boston, those bars are open since I the 1800s. I need to go check out this history and be like, what, what, what was stopping people from having Irish? Because when I think of bars, it's England and Ireland. Don't, don't those, say England in here. Okay. Whoops. Sorry. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just a little, I'm, a, I'm, a, yes, I'm an English lad, you know, Whatever. Sumner. I like it. <laughs> uh, who wouldn't have thought of, to do that? I, I don't know who would think of putting sugar-free Red Bull in a vodka, though. Me. <laughs> but you're not a blonde girl. I don't get it. I'm dieting. <laughs> I like her. <laughs> The World Series, where a pitch is not just a pitch, 
It's a World Series pitch. Where a hit is not just a hit, it's a World Series hit. A win is not just a win, it's a World Series win. Now you've got a chance to win a trip to the 1984 World Series by entering Major League Baseball's Grand Slam sweepstakes at all Major League ballparks and participating retailers. Baseball fever, catch it! The preceding message was furnished by Major League Baseball. So, speaking of um, some other news and notes going around, there is a hot, pressing matter that we have not talked about since last episode, and that's the uh, decision by Nike, who um, manufactures. manufactures and has the uh, licensing rights to the Major League uh, uniforms, tops and the bottoms, but especially the tops. People aren't going in buying Mariners baseball pants. I don't know why. I wish baseball pants would become a trend. They're comfortable. <laughs> they're nice. They're probably not all made out of polyester anymore like we had to wear, right, Anna? Yeah. So, so, anyways, back to what I was saying. Uh, they're going down to four jersey tops. Is that correct, Hanno? And we had six in total, correct? Yes. Um, the Mariners are going to be... Only going with four, they are dropping their road grays and their, I guess it would, I don't know the exact name of them, but the spring training blues, the sky blues, they won't be uh, yeah, part of the rotation I, I was always anymore. hoping those were going to be, and those were going to be a regular season rotation. I believe they use those for batting practice sometimes. Yeah, batting practice has changed so much where, you know, guys wear T-shirts. I remember back in the day, and you know, my early years going to games, the guys would have kind of those, you know, kind of, I, I don't know what you call them, but they were, they were a warm-up type jersey. Yeah, it was like, a, it, they used to, when we, when we were watching, they had like three colors. They had the, the grays, the whites, and then the blues that were used pre-game. And that was it. Yeah, and then... You know, in the 90s, they brought out the teal uniforms. I know the Mariners call them Northwest Green, but the Mariners, since they only can go with four, are going to be going with their home whites, the Northwest Greens, which are the teal, the um, blues, the navy blue, mm-hmm. which they wear on the road quite a bit. They wore them a lot last year. I thought they wore them quite a bit because they were very successful on the road with them. And also their Sunday cream um, alternate jersey. I Ooh. love those. Um, my girlfriend loves those too. I I want to say if I had to pick four, let's let's talk about this. If you had to pick four of those jerseys that we talked about, obviously the grays and the teal, uh, not the teal, the, the the powder blue and the traditional grays are no longer the uh, dark blues that we saw them wear a lot last year. The home whites, the whatever Pacific Northwest, it's teal. It's yeah. fucking teal. I hate how they take it. It was teal. Yeah, green, whatever. That's teal. Uh, and, uh, and then, of course, the, uh, the cream ones, right? Yeah. I, I don't agree with the four. I don't know what I you don't guys. I, I can, and if there's one of them that I go, I just cannot understand is the grays. And you're going to have gray pants on the road. I just like a traditional gray jersey. There's a lot of traditional things in baseball that I go, yeah, we can live without, we can move on. But the gray away uniform, I, I just I think it's silly. 
Yeah, it's kind of like pinstripes for the Yankees. It's just what goes with them. It is. And you know what's funny? I was reading, besides the Mariners, there's going to be a couple other teams, including the uh, Tampa Bay Rays, that are going to be ditching their grays and going with a blue-type road uniform. Uh, uh, For their tops? Yes, for their tops. They will still continue to wear gray pants. What do you think about this, Ninja? I think it also matters on uh, what what are the uniforms made of, cotton or polyester, and whether they get to wear them on, on the hot days, you know, the old Seinfeld episode. Oh. Uh, it's going to be too hot for the cotton, too cold for the polyester, or do you get to switch those around? I think they probably have some kind of hybrid now. Like these like jeans. Like, yeah, like these jeans I'm wearing are like, I guess they're jeans, but they're, there's, there's some spandex to them. <laughs> One thing that was funny was when we went to spring training last time, they had the mesh ball caps for the guys. And you were getting sunburned through that mesh. And my husband's, yeah, like that. And it was like, the bald guys were like, oh my gosh, thank goodness Kyle Seager doesn't play for us anymore. His head would be fried. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or Jay Buhner. Yes. That one, Jay Buhner would not like oh, yes, the mesh. Yes. I have another good story about, um, about a spring training was Mike Napoli was a first base coach. Oh, yeah. And a Mariner killer. Oh, yes, yes. For the Sox, correct? And the the Angels. Oh, that's right. And our family chant was, Napoli plays crappily. (laughs) So he would chant in the stands. I wish I'd have known that 10, 12 years ago. That was a good one because I see him a lot down in Anaheim. We went to a spring training game, and he was coaching first base, and I was like, Mr. Napoli, Mr. Napoli. Then he looked up and tipped his hat and showed me his tattoos, and oh, it was so, so good. So, so good. I would have barfed. You would have barfed. Uh, I would have barfed. Uh, yeah, so I, I just, uh, to me, I like the blue jerseys, the, the dark blue ones. Those yes. should stay. The gray should stay. The home white should stay only because I just got a white Julio last year. <laughs> oh, Julio. And I feel like the cream ones are kind of cool because they're, they're traditional. So I could live without the cream ones, even though I, I think they're great. But I also... I like those more than I like the, I'm going to call it teal. It's teal. Uh, Yeah, I I hear what you're saying. Some people think the teal looks more of a softball-like team and stuff like that. I'm with you a little bit. I probably, I like the teal. It reminds me of the heyday in the 90s when I was really into it. And this is, again, just for this season. And I'm a little bit of a traditionalist as well. I like the grays. And I honestly, I know there's a lot of people that like the creams, but... To me, that's the ones I would pull. Yeah, I can get that because it's never really been really part of Mariners history. No, the cream to me is like San Francisco Giants. And it kind of feels like they're just going halfway back to the R uniforms. Like if you want to go with those colors, which are the rye bread and mustard colors, yeah, I said yes, they are they good are. colors. Why don't we just go all the way and just have the real throwbacks? You know, well, also like San Diego does those camouflage ones every Sunday yeah. for military, which is super cool. So I like the Mariner ones with the cream on Sundays. I just think that's sort of cool. No, I, I get it. Yeah. I get it. What do you, What do you think, Ninja? Ninja. Oh, uh, I'm looking at these City Connect uniforms, trying. Yeah, to that's out. another topic. That that just trying to figure out what they really look like and if these leaked ones online are the real deal. But they aren't. The, the, this <laughs> no, one. I don't think so either. <laughs> this one doesn't look real at all. No, no, no. Seattle pilot no, style with the wings up in the uh, it's not, kind of Look over at the this heart. picture. It's like an uh, eight bit picture. Nintendo. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's just, I think my, my nephew Kingston made that. Uh, <laughs> so um, I, I, I think maybe that City Connect 
thing might have to do with it because that's going to be another fifth jersey. I don't know why but you have to. I don't know why you have to sacrifice the spring training jersey or the <laughs> I, I the practice jersey. That's like a little bit too much. Because even the spring training jersey, remember back in the day, was the blue color, but it was like you know the majestic with the holes in them, kind of that we grew up in. Like this jersey you're wearing right now, you know, gets air through you and stuff like that. <laughs> um, they never wore those during the games, but now they've. Now it has to be part of one of the four uniforms, so it's interesting to me that That's they go I'm that saying. way. Can, I, you got the look of the uniform, but can you pick your material type and what you want? You know, yeah, I agree. For for that day, if it's really hot day or if it's a real cold day, you want like a little bit thicker jersey, or you want, you know. Something the air can get through. So some, uh, you get some people in here. Obviously, uh, you know, being in the location you are at, and from you know being the oldest Irish bar, you get some like Mariner type people in here. Some people that work down or with the organization or former players ever pop in here? Uh, yeah, we've had um, one of the grounds crew guys comes in a lot. Paul, we love him. Um, what up, Paul? And the best grounds crew in all of Major League uh, Baseball. Yes, definitely. They are. They kick butt between innings. They really work it. Um, well, we should have got the grounds crew right now. It seems yes, like the ninja has... Cleaning up my water that got oh, spilled. Oh, okay. <laughs> Cut. Yeah, I'm burned. Yeah. <laughs> Why did you kick her no, water over? I, did I, do <laughs> I don't know. Somebody did. Who, Who kicked the water? I'm on the other <laughs> side of the table. Oh, and then um, also Tom Hutler. Many of you know him as the voice of the Mariners at the at T-Mobile Park. I almost said Safeco Field because I can't get that out of my head. But anyways. Yeah, the PA announcer. Yes. Um, he plays music on the side, and uh, we've had him play here before. And Oh, wow. Get, he's just a lovely guy. I got to come here. Does he sing? He sings. Yeah, he's got he's got a really good voice. He does. I, I it's love, dreamy. I love hearing that voice. Because he, he was... <laughs> I, I agree. Uh, <laughs> he was the voice even at the... Uh, kingdom. So when I hear his voice, it takes me back to the kingdom more than T-Mobile Park, Safeco Field. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but to me, he's got that uh, king. Like, there's not a lot that they do with the kingdom or make you feel any kind of like heritage of the kingdom at T-Mobile Park, which I don't like. But his voice is definitely one of those. Yeah. Those things that takes me right back to being 10 years old, waiting out in the outfield before the game for yeah. $2.50 uh, outfield general admission tickets, begging uh, the opposing players for baseballs. It's almost like a smell. When you smell something, you'll go right back in time to that place when you smelled it. His voice is like that, too. Yeah. I got to come in when he's coming here. We got to get him on the podcast. Oh, yeah, yes. I, I can help you do that. Okay. <laughs> Let's do it. So do you go down to uh, spring training? I know that's kind of like the thing. All of these episodes that we're going to be doing are kind of leading into spring training. Is this something you do? Has you been there before? Yes. Spring training is one of the best experiences ever for a baseball fan. Um, that's where you can kind of get up and close, up close and personal with the fans where I was able to bring a Murphy's t-shirt to Tom Murphy and, and just kind of wave it at him and catch his eye. And I was like, Hey, it's Shelly. And he came over and I got to give him the t-shirt. So that's awesome. It's kind of like you're at a high school baseball game when you're there. I just, I just love it. It's yeah. If you guys haven't gone, go down to spring training. Yeah, the access to all the players is great, and the games in the daytime, the nice weather, the sunshine, it's a great time. I remember seeing Robbie Ray warming up, and that was the first time he had been with the Mariners, and I just said, wow, those pants are tight, and I know why he's got his own Twitter handle. 
exactly. Yeah, I really, really enjoy spring training. You definitely feel like you're kind of part of everything. It's really fun to talk to the coaches. I like to watch Manny Acta and uh, Perry Hill. Yeah, uh, Myron met Alvin Davis. I did he meet him. almost a, cried. Almost. I, that was his favorite. Yeah, so you can go back to the very first episode, and uh, I talk about meeting Alvin Davis. Uh, oh wow! I want I'll spare I'll spare, I'll spare everybody the story for now, uh, but it, it will be coming back. But um, yeah, it's cool sitting there and talking to the coaches, and everybody's really friendly and full of energy. And I really like it. And I love that the people that work there are all these retired old baseball fans where these it's just it's just the coolest. It's just the coolest. I love it. So what do you guys think about the churro guy though? Yeah yes or no? Oh yeah, he's fun. Churro, churro, churro. Churro, churro, churro. I love the churro guy. He's like a celebrity down there. Yeah, Have you met the churro guy, Shelly? I don't know that no. You gotta meet sure. the chair. Like Rick the peanut guy. He he no. is. He's like Rick the peanut guy For down our there. Old fans yeah. that are out there. Did you ever? Uh, do you remember Rick the peanut guy at the, yes, the kingdom? I we were thinking about just doing was, a whole episode on him. And he was at spring training. Yeah, he. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He they would, would bring his ass down the spring training. Yeah, right, it right, was. Yes, yes. Yeah, to get yes. those ones behind the back. Oh yeah, that the hook shots from. Another two rows over. I mean, the guy was incredible. Oh yeah, that had to be hard on the uh, on the old rotator cuff, right? You know. Yeah, but Did, it felt good down there in that nice warm yeah. weather. Get it, get it loose for the kingdom. <laughs> and wouldn't he say, "Get your red hot peanuts here"? Yeah, 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 yeah. Red hot. He definitely had a lot of a lot of innuendos. He <laughs> yes, he did. Yes, he, he did. He took a, he took a few liberties, but R.I.P. We miss you, Rick. He's listening to us up there. I know he is. No. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So how did you how did you get into you know, this is a prime location. How did you get in here? Or what can you tell us? I mean if there's any <laughs> what how did you get in here at this place? Like how did how how'd this, this all happen? About. Yeah, how'd this come so about? So our our very favorite Irish bar closed <clears throat> and I said to my husband, We need to have our own place to go. Call the bartender that used to work at the other place and see what he's doing. So we call him up and he says, Oh, Murphy's Pub in Wallingford is for sale and I was like what so we came up here and looked at it and we're like we could make this work and here we are and your husband was in owning a bar as well huh he was in on it yeah it was it was a little risky but we did it and you guys have been holding this down for a while so yeah it's it's been um it's been a challenge but luck since we're in a neighborhood so many of our customers are regulars and walkers and like you said bring their dogs in and they just have really kept us afloat during all this nonsense now i i'm pretty positive tom murphy <laughs> is going to be on the opening day roster i would say so i, I mean some of, some of the uh graph uh fan graphs even says he might be our starting dh which is a whole nother story oh we're we're not going to say whether we like that or not not in not in murphy's house <laughs> but we i i do like tom murphy we He's been a through line through our our podcast, which I've mentioned. Maybe we could get him in here on one of those off nights and definitely have a Tom Murphy night. That I, would def- be fantastic. I would love that so much. And I can work on making that happen. That That's would be it. so would, fun. Yes, I'd love to. If we don't see him at spring training, maybe he's too busy. We'd love to present him as bat back. I mean, this bat is is ready to go. I mean, he, he could can put, sign it. 
He could use it again. He could use it again. It's in perfect condition. None of us are hitting any baseballs anymore, so it, <laughs> yes. it hasn't it hasn't been uh, used or stolen. I'm pretty sure there's a reason why he left that bat behind in the dugout. Yes, it was so we could hold on to it, promote it, talk about it on the podcast, and then run into Shelly a year later, tell her the story. She tells us her story, and then we have this big Tom Murphy bash. So good. Major League Baseball presents Big League Tips. Here's how to figure an earned run average. First of all, take the total number of earned runs that you've allowed, say 20. You divide that by the number of innings that you've pitched, let's say 80. Now that'll give you a figure, 80 into 20, of .250. Now you take .250, multiply that by nine to give you a number of runs per nine inning. This would be 2.25. In ERA of that, you'd be pitching awfully well. Baseball fever, catch it. Major League Baseball. I happened to be down at T-Mobile Park. I was going down to check out uh, check out the team store, get some hats, whatnot. And I, I literally was going down, uh, what is that, right there on Edgar Royal and Dave? Brougham. Royal Brougham. And I was on the backside where this Griffey statue is and the and the Edgar statue was. And oh, on Edgar Martinez and Dave Neal's yes. Drive off of First Avenue? And they had the cranes. They had... The All the tools out, out there, caution tape, and I had to illegally park <laughs> and walk over and be like, "What in the fuck is going on?" <laughs> I didn't know we could say that. You got, you got the heart. You went down and got the story. I went down. I went. Yeah, we can say whatever you want on, on my local podcast. News. Uh, yes. So what was happening? And I haven't put the footage on um, Instagram or Twitter, but we will. Is I came across that they were I thought they were moving the statues and what they were just doing is moving the bases of this or not moving the replacing the bases of the uh, statues. Both? Why are they doing that? Well, uh, according to the the union worker down there, he <laughs> uh, who could not go on camera, but I did get a hot <laughs> tip. He said that the marble that the bases are on were getting vandalized and. They had to switch to a different finish of a marble, which I actually got to touch. He's like, check it out. Feel this one. Feel that he one. He let you inside the caution tape? No. my. Okay, it, I, I reached over the caution show. tape. <laughs> I was not allowed to touch the, the, the finish wow, over by Griffey. Smooth. But over by Edgar, the guy was like, check this out. So I guess it. they have a finish that is graffiti resistant. It's oh, more graffiti so resistant. Um, there is also on the uh, Griffey... One. I believe there was some sort of accident or something that happened there because there was a big hunk of it, which makes me fucking pissed. There's a special place in hell who for people who would vandalize statues in front of T-Mobile Park. Come on. Yeah, Come and on. Griffey and Edgar. There's Come like, on. you know. Come on. It's not... There's no, there's no, there's no drum. This isn't a, not to knock Barry Bond there, but it's not a Barry Bond. It's not a Pete Rose. There's, there's nothing on these two people. Exactly. It's not A-Rod. No, it was no. Alex Rodriguez, whatever. But, <laughs> but we did think that that was pretty interesting that that was happening. But at least the the good news is they're they're taking it serious. Of like, hey, we're we're not we're not fucking around anymore with these guys. Sad. But, it is. But one of the questions that we always ask on here, we started to, we got two trof- we got two statues out there, and one inside. Don't forget that one. 
Who's inside? Oh, Gabe House. Yeah. Never heard of him. Uh, I, one of the no. girls on the girls on my uh, one of my golf team girls is the girl that works there that guards Dave whenever there's a Mariner oh. game. She lets people do the pictures, and I might have a picture for you. You? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I yeah. But we got our pictures. Yes. Yeah, year. she lets. Yeah, she <laughs> monitors the, how many people can go over at once yes. to do it. But if we were gonna put. Another statue. Let's say two other statues because oh. I feel like I have the right answer. Why what, do you have the right answer? Because I'm the one with the questions. Okay. Uh, so who would you pick? Who Who do you think should be the next Mariner statue? Or let's say two statues. I pick Russ Davis. Russ Davis. Absolutely. Didn't he hit the first home run at? Team Safeco Field, I think. Wow, that's good trivia. Oh, I don't know. I, I don't think. know. Let's let's just Google Russ that. Wow. Davis. That came out of my favorite Mariners. We're gonna have to get the stat department oh, on I, that. I'm looking right now. I'm <laughs> looking the, HR well, is on the Ichiro. I think Ichiro. it was Butch Husky. Butch Husky the, did what? Hit the first home run at Safeco slash T-Mobile Park. Oh, I think she's right. I think it's Russ Davis. Was it Russ Davis? I, I, I don't know. I'm looking right Russ now. Russ oh, my God. Davis. I haven't heard that name in so long. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all just stop it. But, yes, Ichiro. Ichiro. Felix. Felix. Jay Buhner because of all the... Get your the buzz cut thing. What was that called? Buner buzz night. I don't think he, I don't think he'll Super get one. Out in the parking lot, shaving everybody off. I think that he nailed so it cool. with the Felix Perfect Game statue yeah. with his hands up and his fit. leg up. And, That's iconic. And you want to know what? If we're gonna honor, um, you know, obviously Griffey's a first ballot Hall of Famer. Edgar's a Hall of Famer. They saved baseball in Seattle, and but that was next door, and I'm all about it. And I think that th- those guys are on a whole other level. But Felix, if you're, if I was thinking of two people that I go, I put T-Mobile Park slash Safeco Field, who who emulates that park? It's got to be those two. And Kyle, not on the same level. Hey, the but he department. cried there. The stat department wants to I jump cried in there. Quick. Do I get a statue? Why not? Yes. Stat department has now confirmed, and Shelly is correct. On July 17th. On July 17th, 1999, and I was standing outside and I could not get a fucking ticket. Shelly, that's some great trivia. Do you guys Davis have trivia here? We do. We hit should. the first home <laughs> run ever <laughs> at Safeco Field. Yes. Here's my trivia question Who hit the first home run at T Mobile Park? Ooh. Was it Edwin Encarnacion? Oh. Ooh. Stat department? I don't know why that's so hard to find. <laughs> you know what? If we have a listener out there that <laughs> can... The first person to tweet at Hanson's uh, uh, Twitter of the Rye Bread Mustard Twitter that can tell us who hit the first home run at when T- T-Mobile Park... Change took names. A, when, yeah, when Safeco Field was no more and T-Mobile Park came in, which I believe was in 2019, there's the opening day here after we went to Japan. Whoever tweets on the thread and tells us the correct answer, we get a T-shirt for you. 
We got one. We got one from Simply Cora. And you get a gift card from Murphy's Pub. And you get a gift. Wow. What about look, that? Look at that. <laughs> look, look at that. Look at that promotion. <laughs> look at that. Wow. 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 And you can look at the Tom Murphy bat that we have signed. So we're running out of time here on uh, this episode here at Murphy's. And we're here with the owner, Shelly. We got the ninja here. We're also going to be doing uh, another episode this week that we're going to record. It's going to come out, I don't know. Right, we're gonna do some uh, big uh, breakdown of the starting pitching, uh, things like just breaking down who's the top five or the, who the five-man rotation is gonna be, possibly six. Who knows? The Mariners get crazy. It could be seven. We're gonna look at some of the depth, look at what some of these pieces could mean uh, going down the line, maybe mid-season for trades, maybe even trades during spring training. We haven't done a lot of focus on the pitching because. The pitching hasn't been an area that the Mariners need to improve, according to everybody else. So we haven't done a lot of pitching talk, have we, Hanno? No, we haven't gotten into it So that's going to be fun. We're going to do that. We're going to do that. We're going to record that here at Murphy's. But we definitely just want to thank Shelly. She's got fans. People are waving (laughs) at her over here. We got to let her. We got to get her out here. She's got to go around and play (laughs) Mr. Mrs. Mayor here at her bar. But thank you, Shelly, for having us here. Thank you so much. Thank you. and, And please... Come and check this place out. It is, it's awesome. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm kicking myself for not coming in here. And just so you remember, it's on the northwest corner of 45th and Meridian here in Wallingford. Right across from the CVS Pharmacy. And we love Murphy Virgins. We turn you into a Murphy slut. So if you haven't been here, come on <laughs> in. See you soon. <laughs> All right. And maybe we can get you to actually meet Ninja. Ninja. <laughs> Uh-oh, the stat department has, has notified Ninja. Oh, did you are, do you, are you denying? I'm just saying, uh, it says... Boston was at Seattle and hit two home runs that game. Okay, we'll put a bleep over that. That's perfect. <laughs> okay, so if you know what Ninja for the, was saying for the right Twitter there, answer. I do remember that. If 2019, we were at at Japan, came home to face Boston and oh. only one hit a home run that game, and he hit two of them. All right. Wow. wow. So we're obviously going to we bleep that part out. If you know who it was, the first person to tweet us when we put this episode out, yes. you got the shirt, and then we'll get a hold of Shelly. Yes. And Definitely. She'll take, what? Incarnacion. Incarnacion. You said Incarnacion. Okay. Yeah. yeah, the second one. He played for Boston. He hit one in the third inning. So, so do we want to make it even harder? Who was the first Mariner to hit no, a home run? No, Carlos was their Mariners DH. Oh, yeah. oh, oh. That? Yeah, we, we traded Carlos Santana for yeah, him. Remember, he brought oh. the parrot out. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's right. So that's the only clue we're going to give you is <laughs> okay, it wasn't it. Edwin Carnacion and it wasn't his parrot. It was somebody else on the Mariners. First person to put that. On the Twitter thread, that that's that's who's yeah. getting the shirt. That's who's uh, going to have one hell of a time here at Murphy's. Thank you again, Shelly, for having us. Thank you for coming in. Thank you. All right, so make sure to check out the next episode. I think it's going to be our pitching episode recorded here at Murphy's. So some more Murphy yeah, we'll vibes. My, Murphy vibe. We'll be back in about 10 minutes. <laughs> we'll know what this episode's <laughs> going to come out. And if you're like, when are these other episodes going to come out? That's what happens when you like and subscribe and follow. There's no guessing game. There's no middle man or woman. It is. It just shows up to you. Anyways, you're listening to this on the Odyssey app or wherever else you're getting your podcasts. Man, I'm going to shut the hey up. Hanno, you know what time it is. 
church to Murphy's <laughs> and get yourself some nice shepherd's pie.